five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. Okay, let's get over to some more holiday cheer. This is a Sainsbury's commercial, and you know I love Sainsbury's Earl Grey. If I just could get some from the UK, it would be great. But I thought it was going to say a Christmas to Savior, <laughs> but it says Savor. And this was Marketing Week's least favorite, worst car- their worst commercial for Christmas. So I thought I'd play it because I like Sainsbury to see what it's about. And it's kind of a stop action that I think was meant to be played on 3D goggles uh, because it kind of 3D sizes uh, a Christmas dinner. Uh, but um, I don't have 3D glasses and probably you don't either. So we're just going to give it a roll. And at the end, <clears throat> all the stop action snaps alive. And the the idea of it is that you know, that we're going to celebrate Christmas anyway, no matter what's going on, <laughs> which I thought it was kind of okay. But, um, you know, you be the judge. I speeded up the, I, I speeded it up quite a bit because it's kind of boring. So, look at there's a Okay, so that's uh, Sainsbury's, and <clears throat> yeah, that was not much, not much storyline on that baby. In fact, if you didn't know that it was, <laughs> if you didn't know, if I didn't tell you the story, you probably wouldn't make any sense at all. So let's try and do better, Sainsbury's. Um, you know, you got to keep up with Kevin the carrot. <clears throat> so let's get over to the PDFs now, and. Um, before I get this China one, I wanted to talk about <clears throat> mobile to overtake direct mail marketing for most local media spending. And that part made it a little suspicious to me because, you know, how do you define local versus national whatever? <clears throat> and especially the reasons for it. So here we have Local media spending by industry group 2022. It looks like to me that it's projected to take to overtake direct mail. Of course, people like me are going to fight that tooth and nail. Um, but here it shows mobile just a little ahead of direct mail, like they almost look almost identical. And uh, <clears throat> some of the bright spots for mail was retail right there. Retail is way higher for mail. Okay, and um, mobile has uh, finance and insurance is higher. Now, how in the world, this is a part that mystifies me, and I talked about this a couple days ago, that, uh, that the financial sector has fallen, suddenly fallen, you know, and they lag between behind the rest of marketing by about 10 to 15 years. So that doesn't surprise me that much because they're just discovering they're just discovering uh, mobile phones and have and 
you know, my kids have figured out how to do check their bank accounts and buy crypto or whatever they do on their phone. I have had no success whatsoever. You know, I can I can't even get my password in on the on the mobile phone, much less would I respond to an ad where then I have to create an account on a mobile phone. That would be insane for me. I think most of the transactional services on mobile phones are insane, and my kids call me a boomer. But, you know, the boomers have more money than the millennials, I have to tell you. That may change in the next 10 or 15 years. But for the moment, this seems like a real gambit for the financial centers and like i said it's probably mostly because they've been behind for uh, they're usually about a decade or two behind uh, but retail that keeps their thumb on the pulse of things they are definitely still sticking with mail probably after some of the experience of of uh you know eric uh what was it? eric nordstrom you know, or his business just went to pot because they decided to stop sending out coupons and just go all digital, whatever that means. Um, and Jay Jill would probably be in the retail category. I'm impressed that mail is, you know, right up there. Um, I, I'm also, you know, PC laptop. This is like the, this is almost like, like not, if you added mobile and laptop together, you know, that would be way ahead of mail. It's interesting that they split that. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of things on here that just are tiny. Uh, so mail is still, you know, TV digital is down here. I don't see TV anywhere else, but I would definitely think, t oh, here's TV over the air right there. There we go. And TV digital is split. Okay, so something to think about. Anyway, let's go over to this one. I thought this was a really interesting one. I'm not going to work too hard today because there isn't much news between Christmas and Easter. But this is Mitan, and they are redefining the uh, food delivery in China with drones. Now, that's a kind of a, mm, it's kind of a expansive headline, and I'm not sure that's true. Here's the deal. Here's the little helicopter drone with a box. See the little box underneath it? And this thing is a kiosk that the drone drops into and then the doors open and you get your stuff. And this is really designed. It's in Shenzhen. Shenzhen and, uh, you know, th that's a huge city. You know, the metro area has more people than... than uh, yeah, 20 million people. So, you know, it's like a New York metro. I mean, Chicago is about, what, 10, 12, something like that. So this is a big, big, big city with high population density. And the article uh, suggests that these helicopter drones work better in that area than Amazon trying to deliver to the suburbs. Amazon has fixed wings that the the engines turn so that they can do vertical takeoff and landing and then they hover outside your house um, these things don't go to your house they go to these kiosks so the idea is is that you order on your phone tell them the kiosk and in about 10 minutes your food will arrive and which is amazing and um, you have to be standing there but you know the reason I said that this was 
expansive. Here it says that a woman uses a smartphone app to order a milk tea on Meetan, a major food delivery company. In under 10 minutes, the pearl white drink arrives. Not on the back of the ubiquitous delivery bikes, but descending from the clouds. Um, apparently, Meetan does a lot of scooter and bicycle delivery. So um, now here's the, the, the little bit disappointing part that one of the largest internet companies, they've delivered 19,000 meals to 8,000 customers across Shenzhen, a city with close to 20 million people. So they haven't hit 0.01% of, or something like that, of the, uh, they've hit one one thousandth of the population. And part of it is that they're only delivering in seven neighborhoods. So with a lot of these things, scale up is tricky. And uh, this is a really in-depth article. It talks about how they, um, they, they decided not to experiment in the suburbs. They were experimenting in the suburbs, but they went to a central area and they wanted a high population area. And that's why these hover drones, the helicopter drones, work better. It means our operational capability has reached a new level. Right, that makes a lot of sense. And they can, the bicycles have to weave through traffic and go through difficult intersections and stuff. And these things just go shoot right over. And this this particular city has loose drone laws, they said. So that's part of why they were they're using it. Um, so what happens is you order the tea, the milk tea, and then the the restaurant gets it up here and or somebody goes down to the restaurant and picks it up brings it to the roof of the shopping center and straps it on but the problem is is that these things can hold about four and a half kilos of stuff um, which is an average dinner for two but if somebody just orders a tea well this thing is flying with about one twentieth of its capability and you know, and so that's another bug. Plus, the kiosks only hold 28 or so meals to, you know, so they hope that people don't leave them there because they have to have fast turnover, especially at peak meal times. So there's a lot of things to work out, and it's not clear, you know, when you scale it up, it may, it may work better, it may work worse. You may need a lot of these little kiosks. That might be, and you know, that's a good thing. Uh, here's a bunch of those details. Here's the lady picking up her tea at the, uh, or her order in that box from one of these containers. Maybe she has a code for that container or maybe just that one opens up. The drones are designed differently in for Amazon Air, but the business reportedly has been missing deadlines and laying off staff, though the firm said the unit continued to make great strides. Although, really, we want to get airborne, not striding. Anyway, so um, these drones in, in China are required to ping their location precisely every five seconds. And um, they have to avoid crowds and built-up areas on the ground, even at the cost of making detours. So it's quite complex. You know, I thought we would be flying around 
you know, like the Jetsons when I was in, by the time I got to high school. And it just has taken a lot longer than you thought. They're, the China drones are very, very quiet, 50 decibels at 15 meter distance, equivalent to daytime street level noise. And Meitan has its has millions of couriers in China. So um, it's really just putzing around with this thing, as you might guess. Meitan's goal is to find a sweet spot for human-robot collaboration. Uh, the road infrastructure is notoriously unfriendly to scooter drivers and cyclists, but aerial travel isn't restricted by such ground obstructions. Okay, so they must have a lot of potholes or something. Anyway, I've been following the drone industry for, you know, well, let's say 10 years, and it interests me. So that's why I pan it out to you. But Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and have a great day. Bye-bye.